like always have that conversation with your your child see if you, if his dad's not around just explain to him like don't just think oh i'm a good mum i give him everything he needs like he doesn't need his dad he yeah. he does as he grows this is the viewpoint what's happening people you now listen to the Viewpoint Room podcast hosted by myself, Jamie Fury, aka James Fury Music, the music producer that makes music just from the ether. In this episode, I have my friend Aaron, founder of an Instagram page called Raising Boys to Men. Now, I wanted to come on the podcast, talk about his page, but also talk about his life experience growing up with a single parent. If you like this podcast, make sure you give us a like and subscribe, we'd much appreciate But anyway, let's get into it. You could probably dedicate a year to piano and be really good if you was doing it every day. You could sing every day and you're still going to probably sound terrible. Yeah. Once you get... I think when you're young, those are your years to work on your vocals. Yeah. Because you can grow. But once you get to our age, I feel like if you can't sing, I don't <laughs> think you could be an amazing singer. No, no. I think there's a way of doing it as well. There's a way they do it. There's, like a, there's a skill to it as well. You've got some people that obviously got a natural thing, but I think there's people that are like... If they use this skill, they just about get a good voice. Do you know what I mean? It's like that as well. Okay, okay. And I think when the younger you are, the more you practice that skill... The be- you know yeah. what I mean? It's and like your, a craft, isn't it? Starts to adapt to it. Doesn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so our voice is broken now. Yeah, we're so pretty, it's... we're pretty fucked. Yeah, that. we're messed up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with that chokehold. Anyway, I saw that. Oh, that was that was a that was a madness. Have we started? Or? Yeah, we're started, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Um, yeah, no, the chokehold was. Um, you know what it was? I wanted to take my son. Because um, obviously I started the page, yeah. the Raising Boys to Men, and it's about me and my kids. But that's how it started off anyway, like a page where I can just be a dad and have fun. And um, the Raising Boys to Men element came out of, I had like four names and I can't remember the names, but um, I love Boys to Men. Yeah. So I thought, ah, oh, Raising Boys to Men, let me put that in the mix of these names. And I sent the names to different people thinking everyone would just be like, oh, like, why have you got boys to men? <laughs> but everyone was like, everyone chose the same one. So I was like, okay, I'll run with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just meant to be about me and my kids. But then I started thinking, ah, I know that there's mums out there that don't have that father figure for their child. Mm. So let me start touching on those subjects. Let me start, because I was raised by a single mum. Mm. So... I started diving into those kind of topics and then started diving into being a dad and and my journey and and stuff like that. And it's just seemed to really like grow. I mean, the no ego page is what I had before. That started to become mature because it's mm. fitness related. Yeah. Not that I'm competing, but there's so many every other page there is someone with their top off or yeah, yeah. doing fitness. So it just got to a point where it was like it wasn't fun for me. So yeah. I thought, what what is fun? Well, the thing is, it, um, your the page you're doing now is a lot more creative. There's a lot more. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of different ideas you're putting in there. There's like, it's, do you know what I mean? With the sweet and that. Yeah, that's that's a good one as well. The sweet. Yeah, the sweet man. Yeah, you got people going in there like, yeah, what's happening? Right, they're going in. There, like, <laughs> they don't really know what they're they have no idea. <laughs> uh, um, but that's the <laughs> the reason why these challenges came along is because I wanted to um, I wanted to get the boys in, the, introduced to new people. Because yeah. my eldest especially, like people can get shy around when they meet new people. Mm. So it was like, look, we're going to meet some new people. We're going to have some fun with it, though, just to give give them a bit of confidence and to just, just have fun with it. So the suite is something that I'd done ages ago um, and I knew how horrible it was. So I thought this would just make a great video. Yeah. So just went around to different people that um, had been following us, got them to try this suite on camera and... Um, and yeah, some of them just couldn't. It's so sour. Like it's called Black Death. The suite is called Black Death. <laughs> so when, <laughs> with that as a name, it's um, it's it's just. Yeah, we sign a contract and all that before they come in. The no, nah, the thing is, we're gonna do more this weekend as well. But um, I can say it now because this won't come out until after. Yeah. But I've got um, I've got this um, I've ordered this chocolate. It's called Instant Regret. So it's a chili chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's nice. I've tried again, I've tried this before. Um and it's it's like literally like you could be in pain 
when yeah. you when you have one piece of this can mess you up see I think the sour one would be more me if I was going to go for it because when it comes to spice yeah can't deal with it but that's what makes a good video if you ate if you ate the chocolate you was like (laughs) suffer innit suffer bitch if you ate the the chocolate and you was that yeah this is this is all right. (laughs) no one will want to watch that people want to see you going bright red and um so yeah, we've got the chili chocolate. Hopefully that's coming tomorrow. And then I'll go to people over the weekend with the kids. People are getting a car. Oh, you got the kids as well. Got, got the kids, yeah. No, no, so that's what I'm, I'm not going to let the kids try it. Yeah? No, 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 not the chili one, but I see you clock the, the Black Death one though, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but the, the chili one, I'm going to give to people. Well, I'm going to get the kids to um, tell people to try it. Yeah. And um, they've just got to try and not spit it out. Yeah. And then after they've eaten it, they've got to try and go three minutes without a drink. Yeah, and and um, I think it's going to be hilarious, but no, it's good, but man. we'll wait and see. But I'm no, I'm glad I've done this page because it's something I'm enjoying, enjoying doing, and um, and the feedback I'm getting so many messages from mums and um, dads, just encouraging, which is something I've never got before with any other page I've done. Yeah, it's genuine, kind of like you know what I love that, or like my son my son loves watching your videos like when you were saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah my yeah, boy yeah. does that's what I'm saying I watched the boy and I said to you I said tonight I'm doing a podcast tonight I said yeah you know the raising voice you remember that man yeah. I said yeah what do you mean I was like yeah you know like <laughs> but that's, that's it's good man that's what and I've had my son's school friends yeah because he's 12 he, well he'll be 12 next week yeah. so he's in year 7 and um, his friends have seen the videos and they followed followed us on Instagram, but they've also messaged saying, "Can we be in video?" I'm getting like loads of his friends messaging saying, "Can we be in a video? Can we be in a video?" Yeah, so, we've got to speak to the parents though, man. Yeah, that's give them the fucking that's chili the chocolates. But that. you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Some of these kids, I look at their Instagram pages, and it's like, I don't know. It's just you feel like, do your parents know that you're on Instagram anyway? Sometimes you're thinking because some kids like you can't see. One kid, I'm not going to say his name, but a lot of his pictures, he's got his face covered and his name is not his name. Yeah. And you're thinking, like, what is the purpose of this? But my son, I was like, I said to my son, why do you lot cross out your faces? And he was like, oh, it's just a thing we do now. I was like, I don't understand. Like, it's like literally like I could tell my son was in some of these photos, but he had like a line or a drawing over his face. It was just... Oh. I don't understand these kids, but um, but yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I did it. But like I said, it all stems for me. It all stems from growing up in a single home. There's a single a serious meaning behind this. Then, you know what I mean? It's not to me. It's not, and this is what I want people to understand. It's not a page where I'm trying to profit off of my kids. Yeah, Does that yeah, make yeah, sense? Yeah. Oh, like let me try and get X amount of followers. I have more followers on my fitness page than i do on this page but with this page it's genuine like the people that are following me are genuine yeah it's not oh i'm following a thousand people and a thousand people are following me following me back i chose not to really follow anyone on this page because mm. i wanted people to follow this page because they enjoyed it yeah rather than oh like for like follow for follow yeah but that- this this stems from this stems from like not having my dad around like the reality of it like where where did you grow up with your mum and dad um my my dad wasn't with my mum but i see my dad every weekend yeah okay and that was from young yeah that's from young yeah there was yeah they was uh, joint custody okay yeah so yeah so it's all i it's all i know and to be honest with you i don't think anything wrong at all it was that my dad would see me every weekend so but you knew that that it wasn't like it was you grew up with did you grow up with him in the house and then all of a sudden he wasn't? Or? He was there, but I don't really remember. I was like only like four or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, My brother yeah. remembers, well, two years older than me, he remembers that bit. But so he remembers him leaving the house kind of thing. I think so, yeah. But to be honest with you, like, he's always, his dad's dad, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So so him and your mum not being together didn't affect how he was with you? No. No, see, my story is... He'd ring me, he reached... Um, Oh, I don't want to like, do you know what I mean? But he's, yeah. he used to re- obviously ring me. He ring me every night, do you know what I mean? See. Well, still to this day, like he rings me not every night now, but it's, you know, a few nights a week, you know what I mean? See, so like going back to the beginning, right? Like, um, let's just say my mum and dad got together f- like randomly. They knew each other, but it was like, I don't know, a, um, a short-term relationship, let's say. 
and I was the outcome of that. My dad had already had a child with another woman at the time. So me and my, who I class as my half-sister, she's a year older than me and her birthday is a day before mine. So... That's mad. Yeah, the maths is the maths is mad. So um my dad kind of stepped out on his woman in order to yeah. to have me. So because of that, there was obviously boundaries straight away because he was still in that relationship and you've now just had a child with someone else. There's now conflict. Um so parts I don't remember is my mum used to say that my dad at the start when I was first born was around that he would pop in now and again and yeah. and we lived um, we lived in an area and he helped us do up the house um, because what my mum was saying is that he wanted to be able to come and pop by when he wanted like didn't really want to have a schedule I'll just come by as and when but I helped do up this place um, but the place wasn't nice so we ended up move into an estate right and the messed up thing with that is that my dad and his family also lived on the estate wow yeah so you've got complications you've got in one section of the estate you've got me and my mum so i was pretty much raised by my mum my nan my auntie my uncle wasn't really around so i was raised predominantly with women yeah and um You've got in one section of the state, you've got me and my mum. Literally, probably a two-minute walk. On the other part of the estate, you've got my dad, his partner, my older sister, and at that point, my uh, another sister I had. So, um, two sisters, my dad and his partner, me and my mum. And um, although we was on the same estate, he wouldn't he wouldn't come and see me. There was so that literally. I was on that estate till the age of nine. My dad, a few, a handful of times, would probably come and come and see me. So I know my dad's over there, my sister's over there. I used to play out, and, my, and I remember playing with my sister um, as a child. We didn't quite understand everything that was going on, no. but I knew in my head that's my half sister. I'm not yeah. sure if she knew who I was or whatever, um, but my dad my dad never introduced us my dad never bonded the families or anything so um yeah me and my mum are going through what we're going through my mum's a single parent she's doing her best she's working as much as she can she's obviously um trying to hold down everything by herself um my dad wasn't providing money my dad wasn't doing anything yet he's living on the same estate um it it gets to the point where i remember walking through Croydon with my mum walking with um, I must have been about eight eight at the time I'm walking through Croydon eight or nine someone runs up runs up to me grabs my hand yeah and then runs off terrifies the hell out of me yeah I'm like what the hell just happened there I look in my hand there's 20 pounds so I said mum she said yeah that's your dad so my dad rather than actually come and see me, come and spend time with me. His way of dealing with the situation was, I need to get money to him as quickly as I can. Let me get money. It's all about money, 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 money. So he he came up, 20 pound in my hand, ran off, wouldn't face responsibilities because obviously he doesn't want to mess up that that family he's got now. So then um, me and my mum, we end up moving to South Norwood. Um, when I'm nine. So we, my mum wanted to get off that estate ages ago and I understand why. You're kind of like, you're in the same estate. No, as, yeah, no, you want to get away. Yeah. You want to get away. Yeah, yeah. So we moved to South Nord, which for anyone listening is about, in terms of a drive, probably a f- 10, 15 minute drive. Yeah. Um, I moved there from the age of nine. Again, just me and my mum. And um, I remember probably when I was about 11, probably, yeah, just before I started secondary school, he shows up randomly. First time I'd seen him in a couple of years. I remember, I didn't really see him too much growing up anyway. So he um, he comes to the house and um, whenever he would come to the house, my mum would never let him in because she just, they she didn't like him. 
no, how, right, how yeah. it'd been. So yeah. my relationship, any time I saw my dad, it was always go out, get in his car and we're talking the car. So I'm 11 at the time and I get in the, get in the car. He, he gives me a sub story as to why he hasn't seen me and apologizes and da, 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 da. And we go to KFC. Yeah. So in my head, I'm 11 years old. My dad's, my dad's come back and um, we're going KFC. So I'm getting chicken. So I'm happy. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, no, so 11, we, yeah, yeah. We go, definitely. we go KFC and I'm being told, um, yeah, sorry, I haven't been around. I'm back now. I'm going to see you more, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Brings me back. Um, and gives me another 10, maybe 10 pound or 20 pound. This was my dad. Every time I saw him, it, it was almost guilt money. Like here's yeah. 10 pound, here's 20 pound. So um, yeah, I go back in. I don't think I saw him again until I was 15, 16. Oh. So sporadic through that whole process. Yeah. Um, so I... Growing up, I had no... You probably had enough by 16, didn't you? Did you here's here's the you know thing. I mean? Here's where it gets worse. Like, So growing up, I had no visual of like what is a man meant to be. Like, yeah, yeah. What is a dad? What What is a man meant to be? My representation... An example of a man, yeah. Yeah, my representation of a dad is someone that just comes and goes as they please. And, oh, money. Father means money. So um, my mum was on her own. And then it gets to about... I think in year seven, I start secondary school. And I was going to a secondary school where um, all of my friends from primary school were basically going to one secondary school and I didn't get into that school. Mm. I had to go to Selsden, whereas all of my friends were going to Shirley. Right, yeah. Um, so that for me, I was, it was a lot to deal with. I was I was upset, I was angry. And I remember having that frustration and I, like... I, I went around that age. I would take a lot out of my mum. I wasn't the the best child at that age. I'd have little tantrums and yeah. and whatever. Well, you're talking teenager, yeah. So obviously, well, you're well, yeah. Well, I'm eleven at the time, eleven, twelve. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'm I'm frustrated. So I start secondary school, and f literally, I think I missed anywhere between my mum says close to a year. I can't remember that. I remember it definitely being more than six months. I was not in school for six months. Year seven, did not want to go to school. Like I started school, didn't like it, hated it. So I just didn't go in. Like, and my mum had to work. So my mum couldn't kind of, like she could only do so much. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just like, I'm not going to school, not going to school. So my mum was trying to deal with this process, find out why yeah. I said bullying. I wasn't being bullied. I just hated school. Yeah. Like, so I was off school for like six months or so. People were coming. I remember people coming around the house to um, interview me and stuff like that. And then, um, and then my mum meets a guy um, who's she's introduced to him through a friend in the area that we live. And um, because of the family he's connected to, I'm like, oh, this guy's. This guy must be cool because that family, like I've got fr that. That's my friend's, maybe uncle or someone. Like so, yeah. So he's cool. It went quite quickly. He went from kind of I remember, like him being introduced to my mum to literally him being in the house, like quite quickly. So, um, his involvement led me to go back to school because it's like okay, there's a man figure in the house now. I think I would have gone back to school anyway, but now it's like okay, a man's living in this house, he's talking to me, he gets me to go back to school. Um, but, so this is the first male now that I'm looking at as a representation of, ah, first time I'm living sort of gave you the way, he said, right, go that way, basically, you need to do this. Yeah, yeah, so it was, he was, he was, a, he was a nice guy to, to, to kind of direct me and kind of get me back into school. And it's the first time I'm looking at a man like, okay, I'm living with a man now. What does he do? How does he move? Let me see um, what I can learn from him. And um, mum seemed happy at the time. I remember he moved into the house quite quickly. And then um, I don't remember all of it, but I remember one incidence where it's early in the morning, it's about seven o'clock, 7.30, I'm getting ready to go to school. 
him and my mum are arguing and I remember him putting hands on my mum and I see that it's in the hallway so I rush out remember I'm only 12 yeah. 12 at the time I rush out he's now put hands on me has me up against the wall um, mum tries to protect me I'm trying to protect my mum like he's a sm- looking at me now he's a smaller guy than me but, yeah, but he, was, time, he was a man he, he was, was a man, man. He was a man. Um, and I remember getting thrown into my bedroom um, I think I did just enough though to break the physical element of that situation and then I now have to go to school so I've just seen this yeah. like it's 7.30 and I'm being told just go to school just go to school my mum's trying to get me out of the house so I go to school with this on my mind. So I'm now going to school. All I'm thinking about the whole day is, is my mum okay? Is mum okay? What's going on? Is mum okay? And um, I remember, we didn't have mobile phones then at that age. So no. you can't just send a text, hi mum, just checking you're all right. Yeah. So I remember my mum and him then picked me up from school. I weren't expecting it, but they came and got me from school. And I remember getting in the car and it was like nothing had happened. And I know with um, with domestic violence, it can literally go from zero to 100, yeah. but then straight back down. Yeah. Like, so we get in the car and I'm being told, oh, you're gonna go stay at your nan's for a bit. So I'm starting to feel like I'm the problem because it's like, okay, so I'm, I'm staying at my nan's. Like, I loved my nan to bits, but it was like, why am I yeah, staying at my yeah, nan's? Yeah. Why, why, am I, why am I the problem? Um, so I remember going to stay at my nan's for a bit, but I remember the first time he put hands on on us as well. He um, he bought me a Chelsea kit, to, and he was like, "Oh, it won't happen again." And I, looking into it now, now knowing, knowing what I know about domestic violence, that's it's a common trait. They they do something and they try and mask it with a yeah. gift it was material, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's kind of like, "Oh, here, like I'm actually a nice guy here." Yeah. Um, but yeah, happened a few more times after that. A um, few other incidences. Um, I remember just random things trying to come into the um, coming into the house one time, and Mum had locked him out. So I then come to the door, not knowing, and I've come in, and he's trying to now run in. He's seen me as a way in, so yeah, yeah. he's now trying to run in to get in the house. And um, I don't know if Mum called the police. I can't remember certain things but what I what I know is when you're in those situations I know women out there that might be in that situation now you you feel you're blaming yourself I know women blame themselves like and you don't always know how to get out of it no and I just think anyone going through something like that talk to someone you have to talk to someone like I think it's so so important to not blame yourself um, me as a as a kid now that me and my mum spoke about it as I'm older I don't blame my mum for anything that happened I blame him yeah. like my mum had nothing to there there was elements where it's like okay maybe you should be a bit more careful about who you meet and how yeah but that's always a gamble man it's always a gamble it's always a gamble you don't, you don't really know someone for years it takes years to know someone like properly man it does but yet people are moving in with each other after a few months because I think so, certain people are so worried to be alone they don't want to be alone yeah. so they gravitate towards the first yeah. thing that comes along sometimes yeah man it, it takes it takes um like me me and my partner natalie we've been together 15 years now yeah and um we we, yeah, we obviously know each other but we still you know i mean little things We're like learning tiny little things yeah little things yeah. tiny little things so that's 15 years and we see some people like they they start moving in didn't they within like fucking two months and it, it, happened so quickly and um so going back to to that he eventually um eventually moved out but during that process of him being there i remember going counseling as a kid Mm. and again i'm thinking to myself why am i going counseling look at what this guy's doing yeah we didn't understand what i didn't understand like i'm going counseling but um i know at that time it was like I was dealing with issues at school, dealing with that at home, so I'm going counselling to sort it out. Um, but again, I didn't, I didn't understand it, and I'm just looking at this man as the only representation I know of, of a man. I can't remember how we finally 
got him out of the house. But I just remember him going. And I think that brought me and my mum so much closer together. Because mm. now I'm I'm growing up, I'm 13, 14, but I'm super protective of my mum. Yeah. Like, like, just super protective of my mum. You're getting um, stronger as well, you know, physically and mentally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I go through school. Um, the worst part was at that age, not having your dad around to potentially turn to and say, dad, such and such is going on at home. There mm. was no male figure for me to turn to no. and say, come and sort this man out yeah. or, or like, anything. Yeah, like, like a protector. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. is what I feel like a father should be. Yeah. So I'm then, I'm 16 now. Well, you're right. Hmm? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, yeah, that's what a dad is, man. And and that's how I look at it. Like, I, I didn't have that. My mum done her best, my nan done their best, but they're they're women and no matter how great, I always say this, no matter how great a mum you are, there's all, especially in a boy, there's always going to be a father-shaped hole mm. in his heart mm. that can't be filled by a woman. It, it just can't, no matter how great a mum you are, you can play football, you can do this. If that dad is not there, there's always going to be that void. Um, and that's not to say that mums out there aren't, doing amazing jobs on their own but it's just please do never please never think that you're doing enough like always have that conversation with your your child see if you, if his dad's not around just explain to him like don't just think oh I'm a good mum I give him everything he needs like he doesn't need his dad he, yeah. he does as he grows as well so I get to 16 now I remember coming out of a youth club and um, I get a call on my mobile phone. I got a mobile phone by then. I think it was a Nokia. Nokia yeah, yeah, Nokia's were doing it back then, man. Snakes and yeah. all of that. So <laughs> I come out of youth club, I see this number on my phone. So I'm like, what, what, what's that? So I answer it. It's my dad. Again, I haven't seen him for years um, or heard from him. He'd got my number through a cousin or somehow yeah, yeah. got my number. He was like, um, oh, yes, your dad hated it when he said that. Yeah. It just it just angered me. You're not my dad. Like you're not like. But I was of an age where it's like, oh hi, because it's still you're an elder to me. Yeah. I I don't know you. I know it sounds silly. I don't know you well enough to disrespect you yeah. and to to cuss you out. So okay, yeah, yes, yeah, your dad. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Um, I wanna no, but see that there. That's that there is morals though. You know what I mean? Even though you've got this resentment there. Yeah. You still had, he still held it down and said like, "Hi, you know what I mean? Hello." That's that's something that your mum's done. That is your nan. Yeah, like that's you're still an right? elder. Yeah, yeah. I need to respect. No, that but what I'm saying, that mindset. Yeah, that, yeah, you know what I mean. You got obviously got that from your nan and your mum. Like, I rate them so much for for everything. Full stop. So I go, I go and meet this. I go and meet. I go and meet dad. And um, again, sit in the car because he can't come in the house. So sit in the car. Again, another sub story for why he hasn't been about and doing this, doing that. And um and then he again ends the conversation with twenty pounds. And he would always bring out money and be like, Oh, this is all I've got. Um, so I'll give you twenty and I'll keep twenty for myself. And I'd always think, yeah, that's a lie. But okay. Throughout the next few years, he was in and out, in and out. Um the thing is, though, I feel reflecting on it now, it would have done me better if he stayed out. Because now I'm not getting dependent on him. But what happened over the course of the next few years is I would um, speak to him about my sisters. Oh, yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to sort something out where I can get you all together. OK, cool. Never happened. Um you just get let down. It was thing, yeah. it was let down after let down after let down. I would um, call him to be like, "Can I see you?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, I'll come. I'll come by." Okay, cool. I'll be by about six o'clock. Six o'clock comes. I'm at my bedroom window waiting. Doesn't arrive. Seven o'clock comes. Where are you? Oh yeah, I'm ten minutes away. Ten thirty at night, he might show up. Ten thirty at night on a school night. I've got school. He decides to pull up. I go out in the car. The only reason I go out in the car is now I'm of an age where I know I'm going to get money from this guy. Mm. I can maybe help out my mum. 
or mm. I can maybe get myself something. So I'm now persuaded to see him, not because I want to see him, but mm. because oh, I'm going to get some money out of it. So yeah. I'd then, I'd then go and see him, and um, and then what happens is I knew who my older sister was, and I must say at this point, to this day, they don't claim me as their brother. They don't claim me as their brother at all. Um, but I know who my older sister is. We kind of roll in the same circles. I've now got three sisters. My older sister, my middle sister, my youngest sister. My youngest sister must be about two at the time. Mm. Never met her. She doesn't know anything about me. My middle sister is about... She must be about 14, 15, because I'm now 18. We're talking, I'm 18, 19 yeah, yeah. now. And she starts hanging around my area. So we're kind of rolling in the same circles, my middle sister and some of my friends. So I'm starting to think to myself, okay, I know who she is because my mum never held anything from me. So I might see a picture and my mum would be like, that's your other sister. So I know who she is. She has no idea I'm her brother, but yet we're hanging out together. Mm. So I speak to some of my friends and I'm thinking, I need to inform this girl that I'm her brother because anything could happen she might start to weirdly she might start to fancy me or anything and it's like I know who you are you need to know who I am so I remember there's a there's a funfair on at the park I suppose it's like a structure thing for you like and you just want to make just put it out there look that you know what I mean I just yeah I just don't want like I just felt uncomfortable knowing something so big about someone and and you're clueless as to who I am so there's a funfair at the park and all of us go down there and I'm, I'm sitting with her my heart bang 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 because I know this is the right time yeah. so I'm bang 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 and um, we're speaking and I said she had no idea she had no she does not know I'm her brother so I say to her um, oh you've got a sister called X I'm not going to reveal yeah, yeah 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 of course not and she was like yeah 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 and I go and your dad's name's yeah yeah yeah, how do you know? Oh, you know, she said, oh, you know the family. Oh, and I said, I am your family. And she was like, huh? I said, I'm your brother. Like, I'm your half brother. We've got the same dad. Never seen someone's face change so much in my life. Like, I completely, I feel like I turned her world upside down at that moment. Yeah. Like, she was like, what do, you, what do you mean? So now I'm having to explain the situation. And I'm... I'm eighteen, nineteen. I should. This is. Not, this should never be on no, me. No, you're not fully grown. You, you're nineteen. You're grown, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you, this yeah, should never be on as me. you are now. Like you know what I mean. Um. So I'm explaining things to her to to the best of my knowledge, and then I remember she gets on the phone and she calls dad, mm. and she says, "Oh, she doesn't tell him straight away. She's like, oh, dad, can you come and get me from the funfair?'" So he's like, "Yeah, okay." So now we're both together. So we go outside the funfair and we're waiting on the road for him to pull up he pulls up his face turned white black man a really dark black man no matter how light i am my dad is very dark um what did you think his reaction was gonna be i was nervous waiting because it's like he's gonna like i just didn't know what to expect so i in my head i'm thinking is he gonna let me get in the car or is he gonna act like he doesn't know me like I'm not sure what's going to happen here. So, Fucking hell, man. so she, um, so he pulls up and um, she opens the door and then he says to both of us, get in the car. So we get in the car. She's going crazy at him now. Going crazy, crazy, crazy at him. All he kept saying was, talk to your mum. Talk to your mum. He was passing full blame on her mum as to why she was never told about me and this, this and that, that. Um, I don't know what happened following that. We kind of, me and my sister kind of would see each other now and again and and, and talk, but it was always weird. So I don't know. I personally feel that they may have gone back. The mum may, may have got involved and there was probably complete denial. Like, no, he's not your brother. Um, like, I don't know. Because there's always... There's always been that. Probably something that you wouldn't want to hear as well, probably been said. Yeah. Yeah. So at that time, like. So like 
we never really had a relationship. Me and my sisters never really had a relationship. The relationship with my dad faded after that. Um, and then I had my first child at like 20, 21, 22. So now I'm young, I'm still young, but I'm of the mindset now. This, this is like, I don't know how to be a dad, but I know how not to be a dad. Mm. I know what not to do, which is not be, I need to be there for this yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, I know what I felt I was missing. Yeah. I need to provide. Um, so Mari was born young at the time. We go further down the line to when Tyler's born. Um, my dad never met Amari. Yeah, never met Amari. Um, wasn't really around full stop. And I was never going to introduce him to my son. Like, And then um, Tyler's born. I'm now 28. I think I'm 28. Tyler's born. The day Tyler was born or the day his mum was about to go into labour, I basically got confirmation for a friend that my sister, my older sister, wanted nothing to do with me. I'd reached out on Facebook somehow, and then she was connected to a friend of mine and whatever, and he calls me up and he's like, yeah, like, um, your sister's, your sister basically doesn't want anything to do with you. Um, she doesn't think you're a brother. Um, she doesn't want you commenting on any pictures she's in on Facebook because she was in a picture of someone that I... She was on a friend's page, tagged into a picture, so I'd commented on that friend's page. Uh. And then she didn't like the comment. Or Anyway, she was completely, basically, like... That was confirmation for me where that family disowns me. They, they want nothing to do with me. So be it. But I remember that was like... 28 years of of tension built up and yeah. I remember that evening crying yeah. I let everything out like, I hardly cried but I cried because it was yeah. like alright they don't want nothing to do with me I'm just going to let this go now but I had to cry in order to almost let it go get it all out and it was like it was weird because then I've cried and I'm going to um, I'm like I need to go gym I need to go gym. Yeah, man. Yeah. Go, go, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I was like, I need to go gym. So I've gone upstairs, I'm getting my stuff ready. And then my partner's water breaks. And I'm like, oh, not now. Like, yeah, yeah. in my head, I'm like, not no, now. Yeah. But then I just took a second and I was like, I'm having, I feel like a message is being shown to me. Yeah. Forget the family that don't like you're you'll have this is your family in it yeah. like yeah. forget that family now new, new, yeah. focus on yeah. what's wow. coming yeah man that's so, mad that new, yeah yeah but that's, that, that's, I literally, mad, that's mad we don't want nothing to do with you i cry i let it out yeah yeah always break okay fuck that fa yeah, that's gone this is coming exactly in one day in one in hours in, that's mad. so i'm like oh all right so then tyler's born like blessing yeah but i felt at that once he was born a few a few weeks old i was like i need to meet my dad i need i'm of an age now i want answers so i was like i'm gonna reach out to him so i got his number somehow and i contacted him and i said look can we talk so he was like yeah so we met um in the car again um and I'm explaining to him, look, why was you not there? I need to I need to know. I need to know now. Why was you not there? I was like, I couldn't ask these questions of you when I was younger. I just didn't have the confidence in me. Mm. But I need to know. Like, and we was in the car for over an hour, maybe two. And although I felt, looking back on it now, he chatted the most amount of shit ever. No responsibility completely blaming everyone else my mum his partner this this that that I just looked at it um he even said to me he'd got a letter through that week from the CSA um saying that he owed I don't know like maybe 15 20 grand because he'd never paid child oh. support he'd given my mum nothing throughout that whole period of time um because if if they can't if the CSA can't trace you, they you 
They bill you. They, they. I, I guess they look at it as like when they finally get hold of you, then you owe backdated money, but not to my mum, to them. Wow. Um, so, um, yeah, we had we had a talk, and I feel like I came away from that. I said to my mum, "I've I've got closure now. Not that I'm happy or believe what he said, but I know." I'm not going to get anything more from this man. You've accepted it. I've accepted. Yeah. This is where we're at. This is how he is. This is the story he's running with. I am now okay with that. Yeah. So because you can't control, you can't control none of that. Can't just, control. But you just want to. You just want to. You just want to know, innit? I wanted to know. Just want to know. So, so I got my answers. Um, left, and I think that the um, the next. Literally, this must have been about two years ago. So from that car journey, um, let's say that car talk was six years ago. Four years later, I'm in Sainsbury's. Um, me and my mum and the kids. And he walks past. And I call, his, I call his name out. I don't say dad, so I call his name out. He turns around. I run over to him. Again, because I'm that per. I'm going to run. Let me yeah, yeah. acknowledge you. So um, I was talking to him for a bit and then, and then I was like, fuck it. So I said, look, your grandkids are over there. Come and meet them if you want. So he was like, okay, yeah. So he comes over there with my mum. My mum's face was like, why the fuck have you brought this man over here? Yeah. Um, but we, we go over. No, but it's something necessary for you to, you, something you wanted to do. It right? was just like, you know yeah. what? It was more, let these kids see you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, boys, this is your granddad. Tyler's excited. Granddad. Like, he doesn't yeah, quite know, yeah, but he's yeah. like, granddad. Amari's kind of like, huh? Like, thrown by it. Um, talks to them for a bit. We're in a queue at a time. So he talks to them for a bit. My mum can't look at him. And then, um, and then I'll ask you, what do you think he then done for my kids? Well, he obviously he gave money, innit? There we go. Yeah, so he, he pulls out he pulls out money. There was this part of me that went to push his hand away because I I thought you're not doing the same thing to my kids, no. like. But I I just took a second and I was like, you know what? That's. And to be honest with you, it's like I think there is like there's no wrong or right way of what you could have done. To be honest, it's like, mm. I think you've done the right thing bringing him over. I I personally, that's what I think. Yeah. Um, but I say that was you gonna stop the exchange of the money? That's I don't know if that's the wrong or right thing. I don't know, man. Like because it brought it out, the kids had seen it. I was like, yeah. you know what? But I took it from them. Okay. So I was like, okay, give that to me. I'm sure that you know best. That's for sure. Yeah. And then we Definitely. go. I take the kids to Toys R Us afterwards, and then um, ironically, bump into him again. Like so, we've left Sainsbury's now. We Life's go, mad, isn't it? We go to life is, no, life is crazy, isn't it? <laughs> That's mad, though, isn't it? Sometimes you just got to be like, right, well, it's, it's acceptance again, isn't it? It's like, yeah, I mean, don't be all shocked and that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. All right, okay. I'm running with this. I run, just run with it, man. So we go to Toys R Us, and he's there, and then um, he's like, "Our oh, kids, you can choose one thing each." So they go around and they they pick a toy. And then, um, then he he leaves. I remember him saying to me, um, "Aaron, you've got my you've got you've got my number, right?" I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "You know what to do." So I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So I get in the car and I delete the number. Okay. Because I was like, "Done, like I'm I'm done." Like, it's all on you, man. I'm not. Like like I said, there's yeah. no right. It's all on you. You I'm, do you you do as a man. You do what's right for you. You know. I just felt like I don't want you. If you now have seen your grandkids. You know where I live. Mm. If you want to come and see these kids or make an effort, mm. here's your chance. You can now not reverse what was done with me, but you've got a second chance here. Like grandkids, my grandkids, like you can take it if you want. Like mm. I won't, if he calls me up and is like, look, I really want to make start making an effort. Duh, 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 I'd integrate him back. Like, cause I'm just like that. Like, okay. Let's talk. I want to make sure you're serious. Yeah, I get you, but a lot of people will be listening to think and say, I, I understand. Yeah. Right? Well, I don't fully understand because I, I don't know what it's like to do what you're going through. Yeah. But a lot of people say, why? Why would you do For it? For me, because it's not about me no more. 
I don't need a dad. Yeah. It's about those kids. Structure. It's about, okay, we're not going to have that relationship. Things yeah. aren't going to be, yeah. we're not going to go play football in the park and yeah. whatever. You've accepted all that. I've you? accepted that. Yeah. But you know what? If my kids can have a relationship with their granddad, so be it. If you've really changed and you can do better for these kids than you did for me, I'm all for that. But you have to prove yourself before I open that door. Mm. But that never came to it. And um, I just remember getting in the car and seeing the kids' presence. And I was like, oh, what did you what did you choose? They chose the cheapest toys. I was so pissed. I was like, <laughs> if that opportunity ever comes again, I want you, you to pick did, the most you, expensive you, toy <laughs> you can pick. The thing is, yeah. did, your, did your eldest at the time know about like expensive and not expensive at the time? You know what it was? I think they just don't like, it's like, well, my eldest probably didn't want to take advantage and and whatever i was like no, but there you go again that's that that's their morals again yeah yeah you know what i mean but in i know my you're head, I'm I'm like, like, i know what you're saying there was an xbox no, over I, there. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you i know what you're saying but they done the right you know there's something more valuable they have than money you know what i'm saying and that's you've installed that into them and your mom and your nan has installed that into you but obviously what, what was coming from you was obviously the resent and the anger and the, the anger, frustration yeah. and that's yeah. that's like to me having been through all of that like i was raised by a single mum my dad wasn't around i've got half sisters that don't talk to me i went through domestic violence i saw this i saw that i know there's so many people out there that are maybe going through elements of that and are confused by it so that raising boys to men page is about how do we help raise these children whose fathers aren't around how do we show them something different how can i reach a man that might not necessarily be being there for his child so if me and my kids having fun doing silly things reaching out encourages maybe a dad out there that hasn't seen these kids to be like you know what i miss my kid yeah like, that could be me and my kids yeah a little spark, a, a little, little seed, spark, a little seed, or, yeah. or something I say encourages a woman to stop being resentful and maybe open the door again for that man. Yeah. Or a kid sees something and thinks, you know what, I want to make more of an effort with my dad like yeah. to do things. I'm hoping it helps in some way, shape or form. Because one thing I've learned, James, is that going through that, reflecting on it as a man I've been broken. And what I mean, I'm broken now. Like, literally, like, I... There's certain elements where I know trust is a big thing for me. Like, I reflected on this the other day. One thing I can't stand is if you... I've had arguments with my partner and other people before where someone says they're going to do something Mm. and don't do it. That's like... I know it might be to some people no, but for you it blows up big. it blows up because for me again I realised the trigger I was like why am I so annoyed by that and I was like yeah. because my dad would always say I'm coming I'll be there at 6 he wouldn't show up so I still got that in me yeah. so now when someone I care about is like oh yeah yeah I'll be there at 7 and they're not there till 8 or or yeah, I'm coming and they don't come. It's like the letdown's massive. The letdown. If I'm let down, I it's get massive I get down, worked yeah. up. Yeah. And I realize, rare, I'm I'm scarred from that. And you have to you have to have that self reflection at times. Yeah. So um, yeah. You might not be scarred though, man. It was obviously it's an impact, and it's still affecting you now. A massive yeah. impact, big dent, but it can be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through yeah. a lot of obviously re. It's a thing in your um, mind. It's called neuroplasticity. I probably said that a bit wrong. That sounds but, familiar, though. Right, but basically, what it means is your mind, your brain, everyone's brains can be molded. Like you just like that's why they plastic, like plastic. So like reprogrammed. It can be reprogrammed, even when you're older. It's harder when you get older yeah. because you've you know because they say your personality gets formed from like from obviously a baby to like eight years old. That's when it, they say like the truth. But obviously after that, it's experience and stuff. But you know, like habits. Yeah, you can redo habits. Ne- neuroplasticity. Yeah, tr- people Google that. Google that yourself when yeah. you get some time. That's interesting stuff. You can actually change your habits, which you know anyway as a personal trainer. You know, you know, you're probably doing that to people all the yeah, time. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're 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 molding their minds all the time. It's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's definitely a process, though, isn't it? Like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You just got to remind yourself, like, okay, I feel this way. That's why. Okay, I still feel it, but let's head towards more of a more of a a reasonable fault rather than just yeah 
straight like adaptation taking the fucking piss you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean but that's the thing like it's just it's just realising that things I guess as adults we are we are the way we are because of what we've been through yeah man and I think one thing I probably didn't do which I should have done more is have communication like just talking about how I felt yeah I was very much closed off no but the thing is you can say that you can say I could have done this I could have done that and I think whatever you've done you've done well because there's a lot of people that there's a lot of people that go down a dark road man for what you've been through do you know what I'm saying so I wouldn't everything you've done you know some you know like I've said this before but there's sometimes in life there's there's a problem so great that you there's going to be sacrifices you can't perfect the problem it's so great I mean obviously you realize that with 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 um with your dad and obviously your, your kids, you feel like, right, okay, it didn't happen with me, but I'm giving you another chance now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you've yeah. accepted the problem, still there, but it's like it's so great. You can't can't perfect that. It's what it is. They're the choices that he's made, but I'm giving you another chance now to like, just try and head towards, you know what I mean, something positive. I guess for, for me, it was like, some someone asked me the question the other day. They was like, do you feel like you missed out on anything? And I think when you're growing up, you don't necessarily feel like because your mum's doing such a great job you're yeah. not kind of like oh uh, I'm missing out it's like, what you know it's what you know it's what you know but in hindsight now looking back it's like okay yeah I feel having a man around would have probably the outcome of me would mm. have been different because I would have been shown different things yeah but it's like coulda woulda shoulda sort of thing it's like <sighs> But just having someone, having someone to turn to. There was saying you're saying he's missing. I'm not denying that, bro. I'm not denying that at all. I am not denying that. But the man you are today is is because of that. It's made me the parent. I that am experience. Today. It's that made experience. me the parent I am today because yeah. what I what I try and do now is grow, growing up. I don't know if you experienced this as well, but growing up, you, you're as a as a young man, your body changes, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Adam's apple, hairs on your chest, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. You can't turn to a woman and, and ask questions, like, no, like no, no, it, no. they can't relate. They can try and give you an answer, but, but they, they can't. Understand. They don't understand. They can't relate. No. So I, looking back, it's like those elements: having a man to take me football and having that football banter and certain things. So now with my kids, I done a video the other day. I put it out. It was where I said to my kids, "Ask me whatever question you want," and my eldest asked, um, "If having Adam's apple hurts." <laughs> and it was like okay you don't realize what kids are thinking yeah do you know what i mean and then my youngest question was does it hurt when you eat an apple that's quality yeah i realized that okay like their minds are so yeah, yeah, yeah different yeah. yeah because they're they don't know yeah. and just having me there I want to have those conversations like no it doesn't and yeah, yeah. like my, my, my oldest is getting sideburns now so I'm teaching him certain things and yeah. and it's just it's made me more um, attentive to that detail like oh, I really want to have these conversations with them yeah. I really want to teach them about about this and that yeah. so yeah I, I love it and if the page can help they say there's there's close to 2 million families in the UK being raised by like a single parent, hmm. two million single parent families, which is like twenty five percent of families being um, single parents. And there was stats. I don't know how true this is, but there's stats that say um, fatherless children, um, socially and educationally, it can have an impact on between certain ages. And if if a if a father pays more of an interest in a child's education, they can thrive. Um, okay. It's these weird stats I was looking at. Um, a lot are American studies, but it seems to be between the ages of seven and 11 are vital years where like your dad's kind of really like showing you something or that's cool. Your, your dad really ha- paying an interest or, or being there, I suppose those are the years where Vital. it seems to really, really make a difference. Wow. How old's your little one? He's eight. Yeah, see. Have you noticed around, like, your relationships, he's, is he more quizzitive now? And Yeah, we're, we're doing projects, man. Yeah. Like, obviously, with the, well, I'm learning the, the um, visual scripting, that's it. So obviously, yeah, yeah. make games and stuff like that. 
and we're doing projects together. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it is yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I, when it was younger, I used to try and do that as a dad. You, I think with my problem, I always treated him older than he was. <laughs> He'd be like free, and I'd take him up on the hill, yeah, in the woods, right? And I'd get him to climb a fucking mound. It'd be like I should have camera. It'd be like a mound like that, right? And I'd always say to him, "Look, grab the strong roots. You want to grab the strong. I want the weak ones. You don't want the weak ones." And he grabbed the weak ones and go, Ugh! and he, you know what I mean, I've actually filmed it and everything. But he climbs, and he only gets to the top, and then he grab a stick and goes weak, strong, and he holds a strong one, and then he he'd walk around. I know people think, "Oh, boy, it's crazy." <laughs> <laughs> he'd walk around and like if he was stinging nettles, you know, we have like big bushes stinging nettles. Yeah. I say you got to like bash yourself to get through. So I said, you need a strong stick to protect us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to, and then when he wasn't eating, uh, this worked as well. I've worked a few times. It don't work all the time. You know, the kids yeah. are complicated. Like. But like, I'd say to him, like, Kian, you want to be strong. You don't want to be weak, do you? You don't want to be weak. Yeah, weak, like yeah. that. And then he, he would know. The visual as well. Because he's seen the, the yeah. strong and the weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to take him around those, like, it's it's very deep and that like Marty's and that Marty would say like you're going too thingy man but I mean like no it's just the way it is like I'd I'd have I'd have him outside and I'd I'll just pick up like a leaf and I see if it's going you know when it goes really like brown and, yeah, and yeah. frail I said that's like that's 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 dying and that's a good thing that's a, that one's alive the green one you know it's alive that bush is alive you know and I just like you know and obviously they'll explain to him about the bee. You know, it's it's a nice bee. It's not it's not naughty bee. It's not naughty. It's nice, yeah. it, but it will sting you because it needs to protect itself, right? So don't go near the bee. Yeah, even though it looks nice and fluffy, which it is, it's yeah. nice. It's nice bee, but it's gonna make some nice honey. You <laughs> know <what> I mean? <laughs> right? But it will protect. It will need to protect itself. So I, it's just little things like that. I just tried to. But it was like, fuck, he's only three, man. Or four, like three and a half. Like, what do we, what are you doing, man? He wants to watch Teddy Tubbies and you're. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's all, it's all indoctrination, all of it, man. You know, all of it. They're learning. They're sponges, aren't they? So do I just. Do you feel like you're learning a lot about yourself by being a parent now? Do you feel like you're figuring out stuff about? Like, I feel like I'm learning more about myself through my children. Yeah. As well. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, like now, I prefer to be more of the, I don't reason with him anymore. If he does something wrong, there's no, when he was a bit younger, it was a bit harder. Like I didn't, he's too small, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's eight now, and he says like, no, I just, I get like Sergeant Major type, you know what I mean? Do you need to raise your voice though, or can you give him a look? <sighs> Is your presence enough in itself, or do it's, you? No, I have to, I have to anyone that knows my family my boy is challenging okay like he's like he is push the boundaries he will push it so far to the point where I've took things away from him like literally I've put things in bin bags in front of him and he's still going yes okay the will is strong on that kid (laughs) right but I know I know that's a good thing as long as it's guided the right way. So, you know what I mean? But anyway, let's go back to, he's now yeah. eight. So it's like, I say, I say, right, I just change the tone. Yeah. If he doesn't, I give him the count of five and then I, when it gets close to it, I have to write, yeah, I do raise my voice. Yeah, I do, I do, man. I do raise my voice when it gets to that, close to the end because I ain't playing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not playing around. But when he was younger, he would, he, he was worse when he was younger. Like, I literally, I take things away from him. He'd be like, he, he just still, it still mess about, like, do you know what I mean? And then eventually, we would calm down eventually. I'd sort it out eventually, but it was more, do you know what I mean? But it's very, very strong-willed. Very so, strong-willed. So in terms of me, I, I, I've really, with myself, I'm like, right, now this is it now. Like, I, I cannot let things slide with him. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. he will. He will go that other way. Like, he will. Do you know what I mean? He, he's full of energy. Do you know what I mean? He, but he, it's important that you and your missus have that bond as well, where he sees that... Because I think what children often try and do, especially for children where the mum and dad aren't together, is they will try and play parents off each other. Yeah. Because some parents just don't communicate. No, he does that anyway. We live together. He still does yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. Mummy said, well, I can have this. I yeah. said, well, no, did she? And then we asked, asked, asked his mum. Yeah. He said, no, I didn't. You know, he, he does things like but that. But the thing oh, is, if you two didn't have, say you didn't live together, you could not live together and still have a good relationship where you could I know, talk. yeah, yeah. No, it's hard. Some yeah. people... They don't believe even the kids straight away, wouldn't you? Because they yeah. don't even want to talk to the mum. No, it's no. Like, and 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 that's the difference. I always say, if you're not going to be together as a as a family raising a child, 
have that communication though, yeah. because I your child will always know that resentment like I know my mum did not like my dad I understand completely yeah. but there were times when it might make me feel a bit of a way yeah. as the child yeah. um, confused and that really yeah. so it's like always just have that okay we are the parents we've got a responsibility let's at least have communication don't yeah. have to be best friends yeah but have communication yeah find out i say i wouldn't i wouldn't so yeah i like a, you know nothing's perfect you know what i mean that's one thing but my mum and my dad they always they always communicated um yeah they i was always seen i never saw them no i didn't i never saw them argue so even though they weren't together, you looked at them as a team. Yeah, and that's that's what's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it makes it makes you as a child feel secure as well. Yeah, it's structure, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it's comforting. And together, that joint custody and it, people today, today like, well, that joint custody, like people don't understand yeah. it. And I, I like my mum still, um, like my nan's birthday the other day. Yeah, and my mum, my dad's mum, and my mum went over there like it's her birthday. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's like that. See, that's what I, I love. I love that. I think it's it's just what I know. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, and I, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's vital for people like you that have gone through that to yeah. have do what you're doing, your work that you're doing right now. Yeah. Like I don't know nothing about that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know nothing about that. So you got something to give there because you're turning it around. You're not. You've gone down that other way, and you're not being like that. You've turned it around. And say, right, this is what I don't want to do. And this is why I was saying... So it's vital, like, you know what I mean? The wisdom you, you've gained out of that. And do you know what I mean? Because I've heard, I've heard um, men say to women, or I've, I've had women on, on the page message me, and we've got into um, conversation, and they've told me that their children's father, although they're not together, has come with lines that, well, my dad was never around, so that's why I'm this way. And it's like, that... It's a cycle, isn't it? It's if your my dad wasn't around, I could have used that as okay. Well, you know what? I'm just going to carry that on, so I won't be there for my children either. But I feel like as men, we can choose our own path. Yeah. Like, okay, my dad wasn't around. How did that make me feel? What were the implications? How has that affected me? Do I want that for my children? No, I want to be there for my child. And I, to this day, cannot understand men that choose to not be around their children, maybe because they don't get along with the mum, or, or life is hard, life is hard, but those are your children. Like, yeah. I I just, I, I will never be able to understand that. I don't understand I, I don't. I don't, I don't get it. I never will. I don't not understand it at all. Because it's like, instantly, it's like, this is responsibility. This is, it's a part of my life. Do you know what I mean? For like, the moment, my life, was born. Like, my life. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Literally like, this is like a half of me now. Do you know what I mean? And you felt that instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't get it. I don't get the whole, oh, I'll just walk away now and do this or do that. I don't get it. I, even if it's like, okay, there's people out there, I get it, that one that stands or, I don't know, you cheated on someone and you've had a child with someone, whatever. Disrespected, basically, big yeah, time, yeah. It's still your responsibility. Like, you've had a one-night stand, okay, cool. That's the, your child the kidneys is, are dead. is the outcome of yeah. your one-night stand, but it's still yeah. your child. Like, it's your seed, man. It's just, I think that that cycle needs to stop where people, especially, I'm seeing it now with a lot of young people as well. Like, they, they have children, everyone's, when you're young, you're messing about a lot, you're playing about, but there's that responsibility that someone might fall pregnant and if they fall pregnant, are you ready to step into that role? Mm. Or do you just feel like that's not your responsibility? Children having children is, is yeah. I think that's a big factor. To well, I'm going to tell you now, I'm not going to say the specific age, cause, but my mum and, and yeah, my mum had me young, man. Yeah. Yeah, my brother as well. Obviously my brother's come first, but yeah, we did young. So, but like, like I, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's mindset. They done. They done well. a great job. Do you know what I mean? Like they done. They no nah, ratings to my mum and dad. Yeah, yeah. Like seriously, seriously. Because, but I yeah. Um, you're right. What you're saying. But I don't know. It's things are so complicated, man. Like, okay, my mum had us too young. Um, I'd say 
she'd done the best she could. I think she'd done a good job. Yeah, and my yeah. dad, they well, they were, they didn't work out, but they you know, the, the the parenthood did. Like yeah, you know what I mean. So I don't. I but then again, it's complicated. People are different. Do you know what I mean? Like that's my mum and my dad. Like different people react different to certain circumstances, and maybe my mum was more mature than than someone at that age. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Like it's. Do you feel if your mum and dad had stayed together, because a lot of people out there won't want to leave their partner, no matter what their partner is doing, no matter how bad the, or toxic the relationship is, people might not want to separate because it's like, oh no, we've got a child together. Do you think your mum and dad were best to separate? Do you think if they stayed together, it yeah, would have no, been worse? I think it was best to separate because they're completely different types of people. My mum is very orderly. Yeah, she'll okay. she'll come in the flat and she'll just like, I'll be like, Mum, I'll do this. Don't worry about it. Like, no, I'm not. No, she'll go like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's the washing up the doing. Like, shit, no, I'm doing it. Like, do you know I mean? She's orderly. Like, she wants things. She knows you know what, what she wants. Yeah, like you know what I mean. But my dad's more laid back. So it'd be like, okay, imagine imagine them two people living together. I don't know. My dad's like, I don't know why you keep clearing up. So it's, it's fine. It's clean. You know, it's yeah. it's a little bit out there, but it's all right. And my mum, mum would be like, no, it's not. So it's like they're both who's right and who's wrong. It's yeah. who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I think it's a good thing because my brother is more orderly than I am, but I am a lot more laid back than it. But I've, but I've still got an element of me. Like when I do things, I I uh, I'm thorough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got that. I've got a lot of my mum in me as well. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like that when combination. You do do it, that you combination's sure wicked. Properly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know. So. And that's the thing. Sometimes people, it's like. Raising a child in a relationship where you're not happy, no matter how well you think you're hiding it, that child will probably feel the tension. Yeah. The child will probably still know that something's not right. Mm. So I always say it's better to separate mm. and be great co-parents yeah. than stick together and think you're doing a better job than you are. Because if all you're bringing is tension into the household, it's going to yeah, have yeah. an impact on the child. No, definitely, man. Definitely, you got yeah, hundred percent. But listen, Aaron, man, nice I've loved this, man. I've loved this. Yeah, this is this is wicked, man. Yeah. <laughs> this was a nice one. Yeah, man. I I want it to go on more, but it's like, you know, it's like I think it's like it's gonna be like an hour now, and then people like always say to me, oh, you know, it's a bit too long or whatever. But yeah, you break it down into segments, man. You, you know, know what? what? I could tell by your face when I was talking as well. You had no idea, like. No. The stuff that I was talking about. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I tried not- to get the camera on me to see my reaction, but it's like <laughs> I'm controlling the production, so it's hard. Like, do you know what I mean? So it was on you a lot, do you mm. know what I mean? But you're, I, I don't, I didn't know none of that. And that's the thing, that like, you know I've mean? been growing growing up or, or late, late manhood, I kind of always have been kind of like embarrassed about my story. Like, I don't really want to say certain things, but I look at it now, like, no, that's my story, that's my truth. Like, it's your life. It is what it is. It's your life, man. Not a lot of people know. They just see me doing a page and they're like, oh, fun page with these kids. It's a lot deeper than that. And no, when I'm speaking to mums and whatever, I'm coming yeah. from a first-hand but experience. But I, I want to say, and I mean, I mean this as well, I thank you for coming on something that I've created for you to talk about your life, man, in that great detail. Seriously. Yeah. No, I'm serious that. about that. I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. No, it's been it's been therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. No. Love. All right, man. Nice yeah. one for my Love.